Welcome into the latest Daily Wager Extra podcast. We're taping this in the late morning here in Las Vegas on December 9th. Got week 14 coming up. Vikings uh, host the Steelers. So that's an interesting game. John Murray, Las Vegas Osmaker, will be joining momentarily. We'll wrap things up with the baby bankroll bonanza. Big setback for us last week. It's really been a big setback for me all season. Hopefully try to get back on track. But let's, uh, without further ado, let's get right to it. Kicking is for losers. Time now to welcome in Mr. Executive Director John Murray, but more importantly, the new owner of a puppy. Oh, yeah, the, the beagle, Ellie. She's one of the reasons I was running late this morning, actually. She's a, yeah. she's a handful. Just chewing on everything. We'll, we'll, have to get, uh, we'll have to get Arthur over to the house to, to play with her. Yeah, I mean, this has given new meaning, really, to baby bankroll bonanza. I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think dog dog gifts for each other's babies yeah. will could, could enter the mix as well. I don't know if I want her to get any more chew toys. I mean, we've already had uh, different friends of ours or different friends of mine sending all these toys her way. I nice. mean, they're already they're already taking up the majority of the house. So we'll yeah, well, Arthur, we can talk. Arthur's got a toy right now. He's not a big fan of. He's wearing a cone. Uh, he had a little skin irritation oh, no. that he licks his paws and all this stuff. So yesterday yeah. we were at the vet, but he's, I just checked this morning and it's like almost all gone. The redness, cause he had like a little injection and, and then that's, and then a p- couple uh, pills or whatever, but he's already on the Good. mend. So hopefully the, the cone <laughs> won't have to stay on much longer. If he's banging into things. Uh, it's pretty funny, but the cone, cone's not a good look. Cone's a tough look, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's cute, but it's tough. Look, it can't be fun for the dog. Well, my buddy's a writer in Hollywood. You've met him. And he, I always, I try to send him stuff to put in one of his scripts. And he, he actually liked this idea. I said, you got to have a picture of, a, of, a, of an adult man coming out of the doctor's office who got fixed himself wearing a cone. And he, I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> you know, for the, for the traditional, the cone of shame, if you will. It's like an adult man just walking out after he had his procedure. And he's like, that's pretty good. I think he's like, I might weed that into a script. So every, I'm like one out of 10, I throw him 10 ideas. He likes one of them, but that was one of them. Anyways. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, we should probably be wearing a cone of shame after having the bills last week. And I passed yeah. on a bunch of the bonanza, but as soon as that weather really hit with the wind, I knew we were in trouble. I knew the bills were the wrong side. I, I, on my own personal bets, I did get out of a few of it and took plus three. I, I ate it on the money line, but, I did was able to get out because that was that had Belichick written all over. Did you guys just get hammered on the under um, with uh, the public betting the under? You know, you know, we we lost on a game. Uh, New England was a very popular dog play, and we liked Buffalo. I agree with what you said. You, you kind of throw it out the window when you have the weather conditions like that. I don't know how much we really learned from that game as far as the team's chances in the playoffs. I would throw that game out the window, but. The the total we did lose on we had some we had a lot of money on the under in Nevada we got lucky we had a guy come in at the Superbook in Colorado at the Lodge Casino there in Blackhawk and he made a big bet on the over right mm. near post time and that kind of saved us because uh, clearly the game was was a pretty dead under Buffalo probably still wins the game if they make that first field goal to make it fourteen to thirteen they missed that field goal and then they had to go for the touchdown but they would not have been able to cover the two and a half points. Right, and it became it became obvious early in the game that three was not a key number. With that wind, the problems kicking, New England going for two on the first touchdown, uh, just just a wacky game. I actually thought it was an entertaining watch. I agree. Uh, I, I thought it was a fun game to watch. We were watching it over at the, you know, you know, Naked City Pizza on Paradise, big Bills bar there, office bar full of Bills fans, 
and it, it was a fun game to watch. Yeah, I agree. I, I wouldn't want every game to be like that, but I was a nice kind of mix. It was just interesting that the public was all in the under, the number came down, everyone's mocking the squares, mm-hmm. bet the under, then it hits, and it's just like, I just was curious how the public <laughs> did. So let's turn yeah. the page. No, that that of- happens sometimes, man. That, sometimes, yeah. uh, every, like we talked about, everybody bet New England and the under, and guess what happened? New England won, and the game went under. That that <laughs> happens. Uh, we don't. You can't win them all. I, you're just you're going to go broke in the NFL if all you do is say, "Hey, the public is on side A. I'm going to bet side B blindly." That's not going to work because the the market is so tight in the NFL. The public wins more than their share of games as well. Great. Let's go to this week with not a lot of college. You just have Army Navy going on and some FCS. Mm-hmm. Do you see a spike in NFL handle with a weekend like this? Not really. Um, well, that, it's all matchup dependent. Actually, is a better answer. Uh, it, it'll depend on who's playing. Uh, and I actually, I think this week's NFL card is, is quite a bit stronger than last week's. Uh, what you will see more of on Saturday will be more money shifting into college basketball. Mm-hmm. There's a UFC event on Saturday night at T-Mobile. So because there's not, because there's only this one college football game. The, their attention will be diverted to the other sports. And I, I think there's a pretty good slate of college hoops on Saturday. Gotcha. So you'll see more of that, and, you, and you'll see more NBA, too. There's going to be more money going uh, there. So the, the money will just get allocated a little differently. And I believe we have a showcase game on ABC Saturday night. Let's start with uh, Sixers. Warriors, by the way, is Steph chases the record. So let's start with Pittsburgh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Obviously, tonight's kickoff. I don't love either side. The numbers, the totals come up a little bit, which I do not agree with, but that's okay. Uh, I've been wrong a lot this year. So I'm just surprised. Did you take sharp money on the over or what do you have here? Not really. Uh, we've just been sort of moving up with the market a little bit on that one. Uh, there's, I wouldn't really say there's anything I, I'd, I'd call sharp to report on this game, at least here with us. A um, little bit of money on Pittsburgh and it's come down slightly right now. Pittsburgh is plus three and a half minus 120, but nothing that I would really – flag as wise guy action i think this is a decent game you know we always joke about the thursday night games but both these teams are on the fringe of the playoff uh playoff contention and i think it'll be a somewhat interesting game to watch by the standards of thursday night football yeah yeah i mean it has implications but i'm just not expecting Mm -hmm. much from ben tonight i think the 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 thing i always talk about most is consistency with when you're on the tail end of your career he played great last weekend honestly he had a drop touchdown the first half but had three tds but I just don't see it week to week with him. I mean, that's that's the that's the issue. The, you, you deteriorate, especially short turnaround. So I'm curious how ugly it will look tonight. So let's go to Sunday. You mentioned some interesting games. Uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, let's go down the card. I'll, I'll skip some games. But the Chiefs have been a little bit of the toast of the town. Them or the Patriots are your favorite in the AFC. They've won five straight, including back-to-back covers, which included Sunday night last week. No backdoor for the Broncos. And this Vegas team is stumbling a little bit. Sure, got the win on Thanksgiving in Dallas, but they've lost outside of that a lot. So nine and a half here. It feels like a high number at first, but I'm more inclined to lay it than I am to take it. I think Kansas City the last four or five weeks is one of the most interesting stories in the NFL where all of a sudden the Kansas City Chiefs are winning with their defense. and They're they're playing these low-scoring games. They're not – they're not giving up big plays. Uh, they, they went again on Sunday Night Football against Denver and, and a very good defensive effort. I don't even think Mahomes threw a touchdown pass in that game. Nope. So it's been kind of fascinating to see the way the Chiefs have shifted to from this all-out aerial assault team with the best player in the league, at quarterback, and this galaxy of stars like Kelsey and Hill, and now they're a defensive team. 
and they've made this adjustment in the middle of the season, which is kind of funny. We had a, a very sharp player went under 49.5 at Superbook Nevada, and now we're at 48 on the total. Uh, not much to report on the side. We did go to 9.5 here. We were at 8.5. We went up to 9.5 after the Sunday night game, guarding against teasers a little bit there at that 9.5 number. Yeah. Uh, we, I would expect uh, the majority of the money to be on the Chiefs. Money line parlays, of course, but there will be some Raiders support here, at least at the Superbook in Las Vegas. Yeah, I was at that Raiders-Chiefs game a couple weeks ago. Five touchdown passes, no picks. But then since then, back-to-back performances with no TD passes. So you're right. The the offensive juggernaut has not been the same during this five-game mm-hmm. run, except for that Raiders game. Um I'm interested to see what the Raiders have left in the tank. They've been they've been Jekyll and Hyde all season. San Francisco. It's tough year for the Raiders. The Raiders have had a, the Raiders have had a lot to battle off the field. I think you got to give a lot of credit to Derek Carr uh, yeah. for just just keeping them keeping them afloat as much as he has. And then they 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 almost stole that game last week from Washington. Late field goal there, uh, Washington to win that game. That young man actually a graduate of Gonzaga College High School. In Northwest Ooh, DC. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that was that was a big uh, that was a big moment there. Your alma mater, I like it. I want to go to San sure. Francisco Cincinnati game because we've seen a switch of the favorite given the reports of Burroughs pinky or finger and um, not practicing. So that's pretty interesting, all things considered. Uh, the Niners on the road here after losing in Seattle. Yeah, this is definitely, I have to say for sure, the game so far, we're talking on Thursday morning, that has had the most sharp money. San Francisco, they've been bet from plus two and a half here all the way to where they're a one and a half point favorite. A lot of, a lot of wise guy money on, on San Francisco in this game. This game's kind of like the Pittsburgh-Minnesota game we already talked about where you've got an NFC team and an AFC team, both in the mix for those playoff positions in their respective conferences, both need this game. 49ers, really, uh, that's a bad loss last Sunday against Seattle. Uh, kind of an inexcusable loss. They gave up a, uh, a long, I think it was a fake punt run for a touchdown. And then Jimmy Garoppolo had some typical Jimmy Garoppolo-level throws. Uh, really, that was a really bad loss for, for San Francisco. But the Bengals are coming off a bad loss of their own. You know, there was a lot of sharp money last week on Cincinnati against the Chargers, and they kind of got blown off the field there. They fell behind 24 to nothing, never really got back into the game. So... Both these teams, off bad losses, need a win. Wise guys definitely on the road team here. They're on the 49ers. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the Borough news obviously significant there. We'll see what materializes the rest of the week. He, he stayed in the game last week, so you would assume he would give it a go, but just how close to 100% is a question mark. Ravens, Browns. Yeah, you, you, know, you would think that? that's a great point by you, Doug. Uh, you, you would think that the, the money on the San Francisco, is, somebody's hearing some whispers about Burrow. We fully, uh, we fully expect Burrow to play, or this number would be drastically different. But, yes, the, the fact that all the money early in the week is on San Francisco does point to some issues with Burrow. Yes, I agree. Uh, Baltimore and Cleveland, divisional matchup. We know the history of the franchises and all that. But the dog – like, the Browns have just not been strong uh, this year. There's just mm-hmm. a low ceiling on Mayfield. He's battled injuries. I get it. But I've not been impressed with this. Baltimore team is all over the place as well. I don't trust them. They yeah. win the games they should not, and they lose the games they, they should not either. Well, Baltimore's all over the place because their quarterback, Lamar Jackson, is all over the place. You know, Lamar Jackson's a guy that when he's, when he's in the rhythm that he can get himself into, he's one of the best players in the league. And then he also has games where he looks completely lost out there, and it makes you wonder what are the Ravens going to do with him in terms of giving him a contract extension. 
Now, he was awful two weeks ago on Sunday Night Football game. They won against the same Cleveland Browns. Didn't play well last week against the Ravens, or against, excuse me, against the Steelers for the Ravens. So I don't know what, I don't know what to make of Baltimore or Cleveland right now. Uh, we opened Baltimore a small favorite, and it's been bet the other way. We opened Baltimore minus one and some, just some sharp money on Cleveland. And now the Browns are a two-and-a-half-point favorite here, which has kind of surprised us. Because uh, Baltimore's, been, Baltimore's been playing to a high power rating uh, for weeks now. So a little surprising to see Cleveland as the favorite right now. Yeah, I mean, I understand it's a game of numbers and things like that. I just could not get behind either of these teams. But they just played a couple of weeks ago on Sunday night. <clears throat> it's a pretty ugly game. A lot of turnovers, stone under. This yep. totals 43 is a high point at some shops. There's a 42 out there as well. But I, I, I could not get involved. Your Washington football team hosting Dallas. Cowboys come back to work a little bit. This number's in that kind of dead zone, four, four and a half. Feels like a little too much respect for Washington, if you ask me. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, Washington was very fortunate to win that game last week. Um, there's no doubt about that. But they are on a four-game winning streak. I, I think you've got to give them, give them some credit for the way they've been playing recently, uh, especially with all these guys they have hurt. But keep an eye on right now. Uh, Montez Sweat is out. He's in COVID protocol. We all know Chase Young is out for out for the season with a torn ACL. So it's going to be tough for Washington's pass rush to hang in there uh, this week with, with so many key players out. But they've been playing well offensively. Their offensive line has, has been doing a very good job. And uh, I guess they, they could give Dallas a scare if they can win this game and get within one game for the division. Only sharp money to report. Uh, we had a guy go under 49.5. We're all the way down to 48. And I should say, the, the kicker uh, made that field goal to beat the Raiders, Brian Johnson. I should have given him a shout-out. Uh, I only shouted out his high school, Gonzaga. Brian Johnson with the clutch kick there to give Washington their fourth win in a row. Yeah, and it started with a win over Tampa, which was impressive, for sure. And then uh, they're playing sure. you know, so hot, want to touch the Heineke, has been playing well. I don't know if uh, people we been playing pretty well. That. Yeah, no, he's a, a they got drive. a couple weapons on offense. They've got they've got a somebody in that organization knows what he's doing on draft day. I know that for sure because the the ownership is a disaster. But yes. there's someone that there's somebody in the front office, maybe in the scouting, that knows what he's doing because they do have some nice pieces on offense, and they were smart enough to get a kicker from Gonzaga. So you've got to think. <laughs> They're live on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. It'll be interesting. Dallas is going to run away with the division, but the Eagles and Washington showed some life. So we'll see if this division is all of a sudden a little bit more competitive than we thought. Uh, let's keep it moving. I'm, getting, I'm focusing on the intriguing games. Let's go to Tampa. This line has finally trickled to three and a half in most shops. I was surprised it wasn't mm -hmm. three and a half to begin with, but I guess it was and was bet down. So given Tampa, given Buffalo, recency bias and all that, I thought this line would be three and a half. But have you taken sharp action on this one? It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. 
from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We talked about that a lot, actually, uh, the, the, when we were doing the numbers on Sunday afternoon. We were between three, three and a half. And you're going to see this number kick around between those two two numbers all week, uh, right? I wouldn't really say we've seen anything sharp on the side in that game, no, but we did see some very sharp players yesterday going over 26 for the first half of that game. They were playing over 26, minus 110, first half, Bills, Bucks. There's already a ton of money on this game, period. A lot of money on both sides, a lot of money on the game total both ways. Monster handle game, definitely going to be the biggest handle game of the day because that Bears-Packers game on Sunday Night Football is so bad. Uh, th- this will be one of the biggest handle games of the afternoon cards we'll see all season. Uh, mm. Should be a really good one for the books. Wow. So it'll be one of the biggest uh, afternoon games, huh? I think it'll be one of the biggest 125 uh, West Coast kicks we have all season. I mean, both these teams entered the year with Super Bowl aspirations. Obviously, Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl last year, and Buffalo came within one game of a Super Bowl. Both have high-level quarterbacks, coaches I really trust. I mean, this is about as good as it gets. And last Sunday, the afternoon games were not great, but uh, certainly this Sunday with 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 uh, Bills Bucks will be uh, should be an awesome game. Uh, I expect I expect good crowds and, and a ton of handle on this game. Awesome. Well, good. No, I'm excited for it. I, 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 look, I liked the Bills last week on Monday night. It's just so hard. You got to throw out the weather. It's just hard to get a read on mm-hmm. either of these teams. Brady, the prohibitive favorite MVP. No one's really taking a hold. It's almost like by default, Brady is the MVP. Yeah. And some games missed. By, I mean, default is the, by default is the perfect way to say it. I apologize for interrupting you. But that, that's, that's, uh, that's exactly how it feels. Uh, the, other, the other quarterbacks that we talked about, Patrick Mahomes, of course. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is not going to win an MVP award when he throws zero touchdown passes. I mean, he's doing enough to win these football games, but I don't see him winning an MVP. Kyler Murray missed three games. Josh Allen, he's had an up-and-down season. He's had his struggles. I think the guy that's shown himself to be the most valuable to his team this season is unquestionably Aaron Rodgers and what he does for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he, we have him right now as the co-second favorite along with Kyler Murray at 6-1. to one. Do you think Murray's that, that live, even though he's missed three games and they went 2-1 and one without him? I, yeah, well, there was money on Murray. You know, you've got to always right. remember when you're, when you're booking these things, you've got to look where the bets are. We, we, we lose pretty big to Mahomes. Uh, but for me, the MVP of the league is Rodgers. But I, I, I understand why right now the markets have Brady favored. The Bucks are, are playing well, and he's Tom Brady. I, I get it. I get it. But I, I think Aaron Rodgers is the MVP of the league so far. It's a long way to go. You know, we still got five weeks to go here in the, in the NFL regular season. It feels like we're later in the season, but there's a lot of football left. I agree. I agree with that. It's uh, it's really up for grabs. And, you know, it mm-hmm. feels like the Heisman Trophy last year were like, I, I mean, I've been completely dismissing a guy like Jonathan Taylor as a running back and all that because they may even miss the playoffs. But this would be like a wonky year where he could – someone like that could win. Like if Derrick Henry were still healthy, he would win. Um, but I just – I think I do think it's going to be a quarterback, but it's going to – who's going to make a late push I think could win it. I think someone could even take it from Brady if they don't get the one seed. But Arizona could get it. But if – I don't know. It, it'll be interesting. But it's a really intriguing race because of like last year this time it was down to two. 
Rodgers or Mahomes. And this year it's like five guys, six guys could win it, we think. So we'll see. I definitely think somebody could take it from Brady. You're right. Somebody could take it from Brady. I think one of the reasons why Brady is so low, at least at Superbook, is he's got some liability on Brady. Mm-hmm. So okay. I don't I don't know that he's really that prohibitively ahead of the field right now, but you're always we're actually going to win on the Heisman Trophy. I'd like to take a victory lap on that if we have time. I don't know how long this show runs for, <laughs> but we actually are uh, we're actually going to win on Bryce Young. We never win on the Heisman, uh, so that's that's great. I'm very very pleased with that. Can I get some money back on my Mac Jones from a year ago because the other <laughs> the Alabama quarterback's going to win the following year? Uh, okay, so we talked about the marquee matchup on Sunday. What about Monday night? Rams, Arizona. This number's come down a little bit. That's surprising. I think Arizona continues to be disrespected. The Rams the Rams just played at such a high number. I mean, think about that game, I believe it was two weeks ago, where they went off favored by two, two and a half points at Lambeau Field. Uh, the, the Rams get a ton. They get a ton of respect in the betting markets. Sharp money here at the Superbook took plus three, minus one twenty on the Rams, and moved us to two and a half. Arizona, you're right; they don't they don't seem to get the the kind of respect that the other top NFC contenders are getting. Talking about the Rams, the Bucks, even the Packers, Arizona doesn't get that kind of respect in the market. Great game, two consecutive great Monday night games. You know, I like to make fun of Thursday and Monday night football. It's kind of my thing. But uh, when you've got Bills Patriots last week and Rams Cardinals this week, I can't even I can't make a joke about that. This is a great game, and there's going to be a lot of money on this game and a lot of playoff implications. Yeah, I like uh, I like Arizona. I think the numbers cheap. I, I like the Rams team, but I just think it's on, like it's complete disrespect for the Arizona. Um, that mm-hmm. that's my read on it early. I think the Saints go back to Sunday. Now the Saints game's interesting because here's a team that's looked pretty bad. Right, five straight losses. Uh, they've switched quarterbacks during this run. That didn't do a whole lot to improve them, but they're still laying five and a half on the road. That's just how bad the Jets yeah. are. It's tough for the Saints because, you know, unfortunately, if we're being honest, they're just, they just don't have NFL level quarterback play right now. And and no matter how good of a, no matter how good your your coaching staff is, it's hard to overcome that. They've also got significant injuries to their offensive line. The, uh, Alvin Kamara has been hurt. So many injuries for New Orleans have really derailed their season. You're right. They're still laying five and a half against the New York Jets. Uh, we did see some money come in on the Jets plus six that moved us to five and a half. I don't expect this to be a particularly heavily bet game. I would certainly imagine we'll need the Jets, though, because the public, they just can't help themselves when they see a five and a half point road favorite. You know that. Even if it is a team on a five game losing streak, they'll just uh, they'll, they'll ignore that and they'll throw them into all these money line parlays. That's how they bet. I like the over in that game. I think the Jets' defense is what's really terrible. The offense is okay. Now, the Saints' defense, it, I don't know. It'll travel, but uh, if I need some holes. I have, a sneaking, uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that Wilson's going to be good. And uh, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't really understand what the Jets' offseason moves. Um, but now, looking back, it looks like I was wrong and they were right. Uh, let's just say that. I like Wilson. And... Sam Darnold, uh, at this point, you just have to give up on him, unfortunately. I agree. I didn't even like him coming out of USC, and I was a USC homer. One game uh, (laughs) that I think is uh, cheap to give a little preview to baby bankroll bonanza, Seattle-Houston. You have the Davis Mills insertion to replace Tyrod Taylor, and the line has come up. I was saying it was cheap at 7.5. It's now 8.5 at most shops. 
but I still feel it's low. Even Seattle's a road favorite. I think Russell Wilson played his best game since returning from the injury. Davis Mills is terrible. They're single-digit scoring in four of the six games he started. They're two and four ATS. One of those covers is scoring 20-plus in the fourth quarter and covering backdoor 16-and-a-half against the Rams. So it was a game they were completely getting yeah. crushed in. And the other game, he did play really well against New England of all teams. That was a bizarre game, but he did play really well in that game. But he's been pretty bad this year. We did have a we have a sharp player that does agree with you. He laid Seattle minus seven and a half uh, this morning here at the Superbook in Las Vegas. Went to eight and a half, and Seattle's going to be in all kinds of money line parlays. Talk about a perfect teaser opportunity. Oh yeah, eight minus a minus eight and a half point favorite. You do a six pointer. You take him to two and a half. We got the total at forty one and a half. Nice low total. Seattle's going to be in every teaser you, you write this week, and, and the books are the books are going to be rooting for Houston. It's not a good position to be in on a Sunday. You know, you, you get here, you, you book all the games, you send out all the emails, let all the big bosses know who you're rooting for, and then you got to sit back and root for Davis Mills. That sucks, man. That, that, uh, that's why they pay me the big bucks, man, just to deal with nonsense like that. Tough watch. Tough watch. I guess the silver lining is there's not like a lot of other – obvious teaser legs right there's not a lot of the clean ones uh, titan uh, i think the, the, the titans the titans for sure uh i, I think you're gonna see uh, you're gonna see people uh teasing baltimore going up through seven the public uh, do that Does i don't the public know. really do that the public no they don't yeah, you're right actually no they don't they don't really do that the tennessee will be the the one that they do it with more and then maybe kansas city uh, but certainly, I can't say yes. But certainly, uh, certainly, Seattle is is the one that jumps off the board. There's no question about that. Yeah, I was just saying. Sometimes you have like five five teaser legs that just jump out there, like seven and a half, six and a half point favorites that are good teams mm-hmm. at home against like average teams. But I uh, so so maybe that'll save you guys. So maybe you'll get the Army Navy game teased as well. Even the total could get involved. That could be something. Like oh, that'd be great. I'm looking uh, forward to the Army Navy game. I think we've we've taken a ton of money on that game. We've had a I'm lot sure. of a uh, lot of big bet, a lot of big bets on the over. Actually, uh, we've we've really, I can't recall us riding this much money on our on an Army Navy game, uh, this early in the week in my career. There's a lot of sharp action on Army laying the seven points with Army, moved us to seven and a half, and tons of money on the total. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Fifteen straight years the game has gone under now. It has not gone under 34, 34 and a half. If that was the total of the last 15 <laughs> years, it'd be about 500 yeah. to the under. I mean, there right. was some 60. There's one in the 60s a handful of years ago. Uh, it's fascinating. The pageantry bucket list is I definitely want to fly and go to one of those games. Uh, maybe I'll do it next year or something. I really would like to do it, though. You know what? I've always been waiting for. I've, I've heard whispers of them doing this, but I, I don't know if they've ever done, seriously considered it. Doing the Army-Navy game in San Diego you know, there's a huge military presence in that area. And if they ever did that, I would, I would definitely go to that. Cause that's actually not a real busy Saturday for us. Uh, with just the one college game, it's nothing like the previous 10 or so Saturdays we've been dealing with, uh, hoping one day get an army Navy game in San Diego. And I would definitely be at that game. Speaking of the San Diego, how about the LA chargers hosting the giants 10 here? Giants are bad, man. They're really, really bad, but, it's a big number. Chargers uh, mm. had the big win in Cincinnati that you alluded to earlier. I, I just don't know if I can lay 10, but I want no part of the Giants ever. 
Well, you know that the wise guys love to go against the Chargers when they're a big home favorite, right? And we've already seen some money come in on the Giants at plus 10.5. The Chargers have a number of players in and out of COVID uh, protocol or whatever the case may be. So we're having to monitor a few different, I think, receivers. Uh, Mike Williams, I believe, is in COVID contact tracing or whatever they call it. And there's a couple key players for the Chargers that may or may not play on Sunday. We expect them all to be given the green light to play. seems like in the end these guys all somehow managed to make their way onto the field. But that, that is the one thing we're, we're monitoring in that game. Sharp money uh, on the under. Uh, we opened the total a little bit too high at 44.5, and we've been knocked it down to 43. The Giants are just completely inept on offense. It's ridiculous. And, and if, you look at, if you look back to the preseason, it looked like they had a number of, of potentially good weapons on offense. And uh, it has not played out that way. No. No, it is not. Let's go to another game with a similar spread. Denver hosting Detroit. Lions get the big win. I liked them plus seven and a half last week. I, I wasn't sure they'd get the outright win, but dare we say let down spot and altitude for the Detroit Lions? <laughs> well, you know, I love Dan Campbell. I think he's funny. And uh, that, was a, that was a great drive there for Detroit to get that win. Jared Goff uh, delivers. Jared Goff, a guy who's living the high life in, in many ways. Uh, he, that guy's got... That guy's got it made. We opened this one a little low. We had Denver laying eight and a half, and we're all the way up to 10 now. So that's why we didn't mention Denver when we were running through those teaser possibilities. People don't really uh, tease teams that are laying 10 points. They want to get through three. At least they should want to get through three. So I don't know that there's going to be a lot of money on this game other than Denver just being put into a bunch of money line parlays. You mentioned the Sunday night game. It's certainly worth talking about. Packers, uh, Rodgers owns the Bears. Remember that old famous saying to the crowd last time sure. they played at Soldier Field, this one at Lambeau. Your line's 12 and a half here. I, Chicago, I mean, look, Fields going to go. Looks like, I don't think Nagy knows what he's doing with Fields. I don't know if he knows how to optimize a guy with those, that skill set versus Andy Dalton. I The Pack had been, like, so underappreciated by the market. It's finally, like, in terms of futures, finally mm-hmm. coming around on both Rodgers MVP and then Packers Super Bowl odds. I would probably lay it if I had to in this game, but the Bears do have like some moments here and there. Well, it's a beautiful thing about sports betting. You don't have to. You can just take the Sunday night off and play with Arthur, and then don't you don't have to <laughs> uh, play this game. Uh, we not a great Sunday night game. Seriously, this is this is about as ugly a Sunday night game as I can remember. Green Bay is a twelve and a half point favorite. Not a whole lot to report on the side. Uh, the total has been bet down pretty significantly from 45 and a half to 43 and a half. My guess would be that is people that don't think Chicago can score. And they think that green Bay will sort of take the air out of the ball and just get out of there with a win and move on to the next game. And that makes perfect sense to me. You know, I, I said a while ago that uh, green Bay is my pick to win the Super Bowl this year. I think I totally agree with what you said. I think they're very underappreciated and uh, people are starting to wake up. I, I think Green Bay is very, very live in what's going to be a very tight postseason where there's not a lot separating these top teams. I agree. That one seed's going to be so important. I, I write a column every week that posts on Tuesday mornings on ESPN.com about the futures market, tackling the MVP odds, the Super Bowl odds, and then maybe some outlier markets. And it's just I mean, it's just double digits for the Packers all year. And then last week, they finally go inside the single digits. 
But if they get that mm-hmm. one seed, I mean, they, they have the head-to-head with Arizona, right? So if Arizona falters yeah. at all and they got the Cowboys coming to town in week 17, I want to say, um, or they could, you know, they can lose any game, right? We, we, we know that in the NFL. Um, but the Packers also have a tough lineup as well. They got the, the bikes come to town, um, some other t- uh, tough games. So it's going to be fascinating how it all plays out. The Bills and Bucks play this weekend. So Brady isn't exactly going to have a, a cakewalk. So a lot of interesting developments in this NFC. Now the AFC is just wide open. But the NFC, it's going to be really a big edge to whoever gets that one seat. So I'm psyched to watch it play out. I'm just trying to go through the list here. So you mentioned Jacksonville, Tennessee, and some teasers. I would not tease Tennessee. Jacksonville's looked a little bit more competent lately. Uh, at least Trevor Lawrence has. Um, you know, they got boat raced by the Rams, but they were tight with the Falcons. They're in some games here and there. Had the Colts game. You know, there's they beat the Bills at home. I, I just don't know if I'm going to uh, tease the Titans, who have just looked so vulnerable without Derrick Henry. This number was a lot higher earlier in the week. You go back to uh, when we first opened this number, it was more like 10 and a half, 11. Now we're down all the way to eight and a half. So there is some sharp money on Jacksonville. I don't know how you get, I don't know how you get involved in this game. I mean, I'd love to give you something juicy to report here, but I will say that there has been some sharp money on, on, on the Jags, but those numbers are gone. The numbers that those guys were taking 10 and a half, 11, they don't, they're not out there anymore. So be careful. Yeah, no, that's that's well said. Atlanta, Carolina, anything here? There's some threes out there, but mostly two and a half for Carolina, the home team. Yeah, it looks like probably the the least bet game of the week, uh, I would say, yeah. just because of the time slot. Uh, not a lot of interest in these two teams this season. Disappointing uh, seasons for, for Arthur Smith and Matt Rule. I was shocked that Carolina fired Joe Brady this week. I mean, Joe Brady came out of LSU with so much hype, and I bought into it myself. I thought – I thought the combination of Rule and Brady was going to do really great things in Carolina and a very, very disappointing season for the Panthers. Yeah, no, he's got – I mean, obviously he had the, the run with LSU. It'll be interesting to see what happens the rest of his career. So that covers the card. Let's get to the bonanza. It's time for Baby Bankroll Bonanza. All right, Murray, not going to lie. It was a little bit of a disaster on Monday, and I kind of forgot that I had a big position on the Bills. I knew I had them, but I just didn't realize I was going to like set up a middle. I would have probably played out of it plus three just to eat some juice and get you know live to fight another day. But that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, it, it was it's been tough sledding for for your guy here. I've had a rough season in the Bonanza. I, I thought it was a good spot for Buffalo. You know, I'll, I'll own it. I'll own, I'll own the loss there. I, uh, I, I thought it was a really good spot for the Bills. I saw public players rushing to bet New England, a public dog. I mean, we, we did deal the game a little higher, so that's a little misleading. The ticket count numbers are a little misleading, but I mean more like I just heard a lot of people picking New England on Twitter and on the radio. It just seemed like that was a public play. And uh, – it just it just got away from from Buffalo there, but again, like we said at the top of the show, I just I don't want to draw major conclusions either way from that game that carry into January, because I I think you have to throw that game out. It was just too too wacky of a game with those conditions. You mean Mac Jones three pass attempts is wacky? Of course yeah. it is. I, I agree. <laughs> And it was it was just a crazy game, and and you know Allen actually made a few throws into the wind that probably should have been caught, but I, I assume that the ball, like catching that ball, would be like catching a boulder, you know, just oh, flung at you by this guy with a rocket arm. So 
So I'm not going to blame the, the tight ends and the receivers too much. All right. You are certainly on the tee box. I should be having to pick up and you know go to the next hole, but uh, I will go after you. What do you have for your play this week? I don't know that I should be on the tee box either in terms of picking NFL or the golf course. You know, I, I Tuesday was a struggle for me on the golf course. So should have just sat at home with Ellie all day. Uh, I'll go. I see that. Uh, I think it's still there. I see that Circa has our friends at Circa Metcalf and those guys. They they have the only three on Baltimore. They're going to make me lay the minus one twenty, but I'll do it anyway because I need to get a win. I'll take Baltimore plus three minus one twenty for a dime. I think that number has been adjusted by too much. I know we talked earlier about how those are tough teams to predict, but I'm surprised to see Baltimore getting that many points in this game after what they just laid in in Pittsburgh over the weekend. I think that number's an overreaction. I know Marlon Humphrey's out for the year, but he wasn't having a great season anyway. So I'll go Baltimore here. Ravens is an underdog, usually a good play. Again, they win when they're not supposed to, so I like your play there. I'm going to go to Seattle. Uh, our friends at BetMGM have an eight. I'll lay the eight for two dimes, plain and simple. Just let's take care of business in Houston. I'll probably come back with a teaser um, on Twitter. Maybe we'll see. I, I'm, I don't love this card. I don't love this card. I didn't like, you know, I don't like any card, but you know, you know, I mean, there's nothing that jumps out of me besides that one. I think, I think that could be a we need a win. little momentum. I know. We, we I need know. a, we need a win or, or, you know, you know, you know, it's going to happen if we don't win the, the, the Twitter trolls, they might come for us. That would be devastating. When all those uh, all those winners are all those winners on Twitter start chiming in, that would be uh, tough to take. Yeah. I, so I we're, muted we're... a lot, so I don't I don't hear a lot. Uh, I, well, one guy was at rewarding me. One guy yeah. was chirping at me and telling me how bad uh, how bad we are at best wow. bets, and I wrote back, "We went three and two. What are you complaining about?" So I guess I guess this five yeah. leg parlay did not hit. So. Well, a five a five game sample is a, is a lot to draw from, uh, but I'm not going to toot my own horn. I've I've been uh, my NFL picks the last few weeks have been rough, just not reading it well. And like I said, I really like Buffalo last week, so no excuses. I do I, I like Baltimore. I think the numbers adjusted a little too much. So we got, but like I said, man, we got to pick some winners, or they're going to start coming for us. And boy, that'd be tough. <laughs> yeah, have to be afraid of them. All right, my man. Good stuff as always. Congrats <laughs> on the puppy, Ellie. That sounds awesome. I'm excited for a little play date. Maybe a future romance is could develop. Here uh, let's. Uh, you know, I had another another friend of mine was talking about bringing her dog over to woo Ellie, and I was like, take it easy. All right, uh, she's uh, she's three months old. Uh, find another girl dog for now. Maybe way down the line. I'm talking years down the line. We can consider such thing. You're going to answer the door with a shotgun in your hand just to like send a message <laughs> to anybody coming by for uh, a date with Ellie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> little puppies, little male puppies. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, buddy. Pretty much, man. All right. Well, I'm looking right, forward to we'll we, we a play week. date. A play date, not a, not a real date. Yes. Yes. This has been Baby Bankroll Bonanza. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the podcast. As always, we have the regular 10-minute edition of Daily Wager podcast Monday through Friday. And we're uh, back on linear television after having a few days off during Thanksgiving and all that fun stuff. So looking forward to having you all join us. And, um, you know, let's hopefully uh, we turn the corner with some of our plays. 